What's going on? What's going on, everybody? Man, it's good to um, be finally getting this podcast done and, um, you know, really give you all an opportunity to uh, have some training on the go. You know, I'm not a big fan of having people go to a bunch of trainers that I don't feel like going to, hopping on calls that I don't feel like hopping on uh, and all of that. So uh, so so consider it, um, you know, an honor for me to, to be able to do something like this for everybody. Um, I know we just all uh, got situated with uh, getting our leads coming in. Uh, I do want to uh, go ahead and make you guys aware we have two different lead options. I just want to co- uh, kind of go over the difference between both leads. Obviously, we have the direct mail. Uh, you guys are very familiar with how that stuff works, but uh, this telemarketed lead source is amazing. Uh, the leads come in uh, within uh, a day or two. Your whole order is filled within three to four days. Um, the client gets a phone call from the lead company where they talk to a live person. Um, yes, a live person is not an avatar or anything like that. Uh, but again, they talk to a live person. That person is then asking the client, do they want to hear some information on final expense insurance? If they say yes, they then are prompted to hear a 45 second message, which is beautiful. Uh, the message talks about how the insurance, uh, the premium never goes down, the face amount, uh, I'm sorry, the premium never goes up and their face amount will never decrease. Uh, it also talks about uh, leaving a blessing instead of a burden, just a very, very uh, a keen message on uh, what the product does. So after they listen to it, obviously, if they're interested, they're going to press one uh, where they will then leave all of their information. Uh, And if they're not interested, they'll press two. Right. And and, uh, to be added to the do not call list. So, um, again, after they go through all of that, they'll then leave their first name, last name, spouse's information, their city, uh, state, zip code, um, you know, uh, tons of information. When's the best time to, to give them a call? Any other extra notes? So it becomes a very, very, very solid lead before it is given to you, uh, which I think is just um, uh, unbelievable uh, to have a, a lead like that. And here's the thing, guys, it only costs fifteen dollars. OK, a lead like this easily will cost twenty five, twenty seven dollars per lead with all of the back end work that's being done to generate the lead from the lead company standpoint uh, with us having a special deal put together um, for Cornerstone Life and really all of the AmeriLife family, uh, we have the ability to to get these leads for 15 bucks. And again, I want to actually make that even more clear. It's it's really $15 for Cornerstone Life members only. OK, anybody else outside, uh, there are extra fees, blah, blah, blah. But for all of you in Cornerstone, the leads are 15 bucks. OK, and that's $15 per lead. Um, why use telemarketed leads? Well, they do come in faster. Uh, I know some of or a lot of us have been um, kind of in limbo sometimes waiting on direct mail, you know, waiting on the clients to fill that stuff, bring it back. Uh, but with telemarketed leads um, and I don't want you guys to think, please, by any means, I'm uh, trying to lean more towards this versus direct mail or anything. Uh, these are going to be filler leads for you guys. What is a filler lead? A filler lead is let's say you have a new agent looking to get going. Well, they can get started with these leads very quickly quickly while they wait on their direct mail leads while they're training um you know uh with their upline they can go ahead and get out in the field let's say that you have a low return one week with direct mail you can fill in the gaps that way your production never takes a drop uh and your income never takes a uh, takes a drop by staying in front of people with some leads that you can fill in right uh the other big thing is that again the cost is half 
of what it costs to generate a direct mail lead. So you can get two leads for the price of one uh, with these telemarketed or filler leads. Okay. Want to go into a little bit about appointment setting, um, you know, with you guys on, um, again, how to properly set an appointment with a telemarketed lead once you get it. First thing I'm going to say, guys, is that if you get these leads on, say, a Monday, you should be expected to be on the phone calling by Wednesday, right? No later than Wednesday. You don't want these leads to sit around um, for even more than a day, right? And again, remember, it takes a day or two for them to be generated. So if you're ordering Monday, it's always going to be about Wednesday when you're going to start calling. It's always going to be about two days after uh, you order those leads where you'll be hitting the phones, but never, ever, ever start getting leads and let them sit and say, oh, I'm going to make calls on Friday, right? Or I'm going to wait till I get all my leads, then I'm going to make calls. Don't do that. Big no, no. Okay. And again, the shelf life is not as long as a direct mail lead. So a client could get this call, go through filling out all the information uh, and just take a minute to think about the effort. Okay. I want you guys to realize the quality of a lead is dependent upon the effort that the client is having to use the energy and effort they have to use to um, uh, become a lead for you. Right. Uh, like a Facebook lead, not so much effort to uh, uh, fill out a Facebook uh, deal that's basically auto auto generate or auto populates your first name and last name and stuff from your phone or your computer, right? Doesn't take a lot of effort for that. Takes a, lo a lot more effort to listen to a message, talk to somebody on the phone, right? You're talking about a two and a half, three minute process just to become a lead, right? Direct mail, little, probably even a little bit longer than that. They have to fill it out, um, sign the form, put all the information, uh, put it back in the uh, uh, a postage pay return envelope, lick the envelope, uh, seal it, go out to, uh, to the mailbox, put it back out, or they might just, you know, toss it to the, uh, to hubby or one of the grandchildren to go do it or something. Right. But at the end of the day, it takes effort, right? So that's why the quality of that lead, the shelf life is going to be a little bit longer. So at the end of the day, guys, don't, don't sit on, um, the, the leads that long, really stay keen on, um, on, on getting on the phones as soon as you can. Without further ado, though, I'm going to run through just really quickly, um, how you guys can set appointments with these leads. Uh, again, I have, uh, just to kind of give you, a, I, I guess, a little back history on the telemarketed leads. We used these about three, maybe three and a half years ago. Um, the first sale Janissa ever got her first application with Mary Neal. I'll never forget her, Miss Mary Neal. Um, and of course, you know, I showed up a little bit late to the appointment <laughs> running around trying to train everybody. Uh, but it was so crazy. You know, uh, the, the whole team uh, was having, I would say on average, about a 90, 95 percent appointment setting ratio, uh, meaning when they got on the phone, whoever they spoke to, no matter what they were going to be setting appointments with about 90, 95% of the people uh, that they actually talked to. So Janissa gets out there to the appointment before me. By the time I actually got in the house, right, I was about 15, 20 minutes later. So uh, Janissa was right there on time. But by the time I got there, she was already closing the deal. Um, so again, just to kind of speak on the quality of these leads, uh, just to kind of give you a back history, we have used these before. This isn't something that uh, we're kind of guinea pigging or, um, you know, test trialing over here or anything. We've used these before. They're awesome. Uh, but without further ado, I'm going to run through this really, really quickly, uh, kind of give you the short version, if you will. But uh, let's just say I'm setting an appointment with Janissa. Um, I will start off by doing it just like this. Hi, Janissa. 
Hey, Denisa, this is Omar with Cornerstone Life Senior Plans. How are you doing today? Great. Well, I see that you uh, sent in your information and requested some information on our low-cost final expense insurance plans designed to cover all of your funeral costs. So it's not left as a burden, but a blessing to your family. Do you remember doing that? Yes. Great. All right. And from there, guys, um, and this is one thing that we noticed even three and a half years ago you're not even going to be able to get through that part of the script without the client giving you an appointment, right? They're going to let you know, hey, I do remember filling it out. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I filled that out for this reason, for that reason. All right, all right. We are back. Sorry about that. Little technical difficulties. First podcast, but... We are back at it. So let me go through that one more time. I'm just going to go all the way through what we call the long version of uh, the appointment setting script. This is going to be for all of y'all that sit on your leads and got to do a bunch of extra talking. Because believe me, if they just filled it out, you're not going to have to do this version. I promise you it's going to be the short version. But let me go ahead and go through the entire script. Okay, that way you guys are uh, familiar with what you say if they say no, how you pivot throughout this script. So without further ado, uh, and actually, guys, I have uh, Janisa right here. So I guess we'll we'll try to do a little role playing with this one. Let's try to give it a shot. All right. Hi, Janisa. Yes. Hey, Janisa. This is Omar with Cornerstone Life Senior Plans. How are you doing today? Great, great. Well, I wanted to give you a call back as I see here you're requesting some information on our low cost final expense insurance plan designed to cover all of your funeral costs. So it's not left as a burden, but a blessing to your family. Do you remember doing that? No, I do. All right, guys, check it out right here. You're just going to refresh their memory. Okay, so if she says no, I'm going to let her know. Well, you received a call and listened to our message about coverage for final or funeral costs and press the number one. Uh, and you left our you left your information for us to give you a call back. Does that sound familiar? Yes, I do remember that now. OK, great. Well, the purpose of my call, just to give you a quick overview of your benefits. See, the true beauty of this is there's no medical exam required. Premiums never increase and the policy is issued in 48 hours now. Best of all, no one can be denied. Everyone qualifies regardless of their health. So, Janisa, my job with this company uh, is just to personally follow up with every single person who requested information. Now, based on the information that I'm looking at, it seems that you do qualify for some of our best benefits. You still located at ABC 123? Yes. Great. Well, I'm actually going to be right out there uh, in the Cedar Hill area, right off Joe Pool Lake all day tomorrow and on Wednesday. I'm going to be helping families get protected. Uh, And I'm actually looking here. I see you're one of the last in your group who hasn't gotten an appointment on the schedule. Are you more of a morning person or evening person? All right, guys, now check it out. I I had to drive it all the way down to set an appointment, kind of stutter stepped a little bit. But believe me when I tell you, there was no one (laughs) three and a half years ago in our last group uh, that had to go that far with an appointment. Uh, I, but again, just in case you have to, those are some language patterns, just some kind of ways to, um, you know, ask certain questions that just lead you on to uh, getting an appointment. Now, 
after you get an appointment, okay? Now, let first off, before we get into the back end on how to tighten it up and make it a solid appointment, I want Janissa to just kind of go through the short version. The, the version 99% of you guys are going to be using, okay? Now, again, when you, uh, or you know what, I'm I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a run through it real quick. Janissa will just role play. Uh, but let's say she, I just got this lead and I'm calling her the same day. This is exactly how this is going to go. Hi, Janissa. Hey, Janissa, this is Omar with Cornerstone Life Senior Plans. How are you doing? Great, great. Well, hey, I just wanted to give you a call as I see here you requested some information on our low cost final expense insurance plan designed to cover all of your funeral costs so that they're not left as a burden, but a blessing to your family. You remember doing that? Yes. Okay, great. Well, I'm going to actually be right out there um, in the DeSoto Cedar Hill area all day tomorrow and Wednesday helping out families. Are you more of a morning person or evening person? Okay, great. Well, I uh, have some availability tomorrow afternoon or I'm sorry, tomorrow evening around seven o'clock uh, or, or even like 530 or seven. Which one of those works better for you? Okay, great. Now, guys, what I'm about to do is just kind of tighten up this appointment a little bit. Now, Janissa, is there any, um, will I be able to find this on my GPS? Yes, it's Okay, great. Is there any type of uh, uh, special things about your house or any cars outside of the house that I could look for? Um, I have a red car, a red SUV, maybe outside of the car. Okay, great. Maybe great. Perfect. And if you would, Janissa, just grab a pen and paper. I'll wait uh, for you to do so. And I just want to give you a little bit of information uh, so that you will uh, be able to remember this appointment. Okay. okay? okay and my name is Omar. My last name is Jawa, J-A-H-W-A-R. Okay. Okay. And um, is there any reason why you wouldn't be able to keep this appointment? Um, no. I go to my doctor today and I have afternoon Wednesdays, but nothing tomorrow. Perfect. All right. Well, I have you locked down 530 tomorrow at ABC 123. Oh, I'm sorry. 7 o'clock. I got you to memory, guys. Okay. One, two, three. Yeah. Boom. All right. So that's it. Right. Appointment set. Congratulations. Now, again, 99% of you guys are going to set appointments like that. You won't have to use the long version again for recording purposes. I wanted to just throw that out there uh, so you know it. So at the end of the day, guys, I uh, next thing I want to do really, really quickly, guys, is just to kind of go over just a few tips that you guys can use while you're, uh, you know, doing everything over the phone. OK, now, first thing you want to do is remember confidence is key, right? Having good tonality, pacing, um, I'm sorry, uh, being sharp as a tech, eloquent, well-spoken, enthusiastic, right? And having good pacing uh, as well is going to make you somebody worth listening to, okay? Anybody who's done a little bit of training with me uh, has heard that a million times, uh, but always remember that, right? Confidence is always going to be key. And the way you can kind of trigger that on the spot is remembering in the first three seconds, be eloquent, well-spoken, enthusiastic as I don't know what, and sharp as attack. All right. If you just think about that, just li listen to how I sound right now. Right. Um, I don't talk to everybody like this. Right. I'm kind of acting, if you will. Um, and remember, you know, this is a script. Right. The script's just going to do what the script does. Just a piece of paper. Uh, but remember, I talk to Janice a certain way. I'm not going to go to my dad and say, hey, what's up, baby girl? Right. He's going to look at me like I'm crazy. Or I talk to Janice a certain way. I talk to my dad a certain way. I talk to clients a certain way. And again, when you're 
um, basically, uh, and I, I, I used to put it this way, it's a, like the Steve Harvey show, right? It's your show. You're making them feel special as a guest. You're in control. Why? Because you're asking the questions. And again, remember, the only way you're going to be somebody worth listening to is if your confidence is at an all-time high. So remember that confidence is key. Number two, don't spend too much time on the phone. Get on and get off, Okay. Um, I usually will put my phone on um, some type of do not disturb, you know, if you will. I'll just try to make sure that during money time, I'm making money calls. I'm not trying to jack around on Facebook. Anybody who knows me knows that I don't even have the Facebook and Instagram icon on my home screen on my phone. I delete them because <laughs> for whatever reason, when I see it, I want to click it. Um, so remember, don't spend too much time on the phone. Get on and get off. Um, and again, you will see the results um, just with being very, very consistent with this, you, you shouldn't have to make calls all day. Um, you should be able to knock this out in about two to three hours, just depending on your schedule. Um, but third thing is, is to stay away from going over quotes over the phone, right? Uh, refer to um, some of our phone specific re- objections and rebuttals on the training website. Uh, but at the end of the day, Certain people will want to go into major, major detail over this, over that. We understand they have questions. And believe me, if they're asking for quotes, that's a good thing. That's a buying question. And you have total control over how to pivot and and, and make sure that you answer those questions in person. Don't forget, you are the licensed state representative. They're not. They need you. You don't need them. They sent out information to you. After you sent out information to them. So I was going to kind of piggyback that one. But remember, man, you're, you're, you're the star in the situation um, and, and you don't have to uh, let them be in control of the conversation. You are. So, again, stay away from going over too many quotes. Now, again, if it's a dire situation, certain situations, you will know. Yeah, this lady really, really wants to buy. She's in a little bit of a time bond. Let me let me go ahead and give this lady some quotes. But at the end of the day, make sure you have a solid point, a solid appointment to follow that back up with. Number four, max out results by calling during preferred time slots. Well, we used to call them money slots. Guys, it's never, ever going to be a good idea to start hopping on the phones at 8 p.m. at night, right? Just obviously. If you have things going on throughout the day, make sure that you hit your calls between 9 and 11, 12 to 1. And uh, what would you say is the best uh, evening slot, Janissa? Two to five. Okay. And then remember, guys, some people work. What do they work? A nine to a five. So it's always going to be best to give people a call even after five. Right. So you got nine to 11, maybe even 830 to 11. Right. Right before people are getting ready to jet off to work. Buzz, buzz, buzz. They get a call from you and they're ready to talk to you for a little bit. But uh, but but seniors, a lot of people are going to be home throughout the day. They might even be sleeping uh, throughout the morning. But remember, if you can't catch them in the morning or the afternoon, you're going to catch them in the evening. OK, because they're a human being that's alive. OK, so at the end of the day, uh, don't forget that. And same thing with door knocking. OK, when you're using direct mail leads, if they're not at home in the morning, they probably going to be there at the afternoon. If they're not there in the afternoon, they'll probably be there in the evening. Why? Because they live there. That's where they, you know, it's their domain. Right. Uh, and, and again, unless they passed away or something, um, it, the, the hardest part sometimes is going to be to just get in touch with the client. Always remember your job is to resolve every lead. Omar, what does that mean? Get a yes or a no, period. That's it. That's your only job. 
Okay. Um, now, again, if you got maybes and this and that, I want to wait, go ahead and do whatever you can to uh, get a, uh, a yes or a no from that lead. Okay. But that just keep it very simple. I got to resolve every one of these. I got to get a yes or a no. Okay. And remember, if there is somebody who's you know, uh, a straggler, you can't get in touch with them. Guys, they might have went to Disneyland. They might have had church. They might have, you know, they might be out of town. A death could have happened in the family, anything. So never, ever put a lead to the side and just forget about it until you have resolved it completely. All right. Next thing is stay consistent no matter what. Okay. Consistency is key. You never see somebody uh, who has a great body who went to the gym once a year, right? Those were people who stay consistent. Um, you never, you know, will, will, I mean, how, do, how does somebody uh, become healthy, right? Uh, from, from eating or having bad eating habits. They got to consistently be eating healthy, right? So the same thing with this, if you want good results with this, guys, never, um, uh, I'll never forget in the Love and Basketball movie, as, as soon as uh, 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 Sanaya Lathan went to college, you know, she, she hit that three and kept her hand up, right? And the coach made her keep that hand up for the rest of the practice, right? Again, she was wasn't looking to get back on DP consistent, blah, blah, blah. But at the end of the day, just remember, be consistent no matter what's going on in your personal life, no matter what's going on, you know, outside your household. This right here is going to take care of everything. Sales cures all. Okay. Um, next thing is limit the distractions that you have. Nothing should be more important than being on the phone when, you, when it's time to be on the phone, right? We all got kids. We all got this and that. Uh, but at the end of the day, distractions and consistency kind of go hand in hand. Last thing but not least is remember tonality and pacing. Do not rush and remember tone is everything. I could say the same words on the paper and sound like this. It ain't going to go too far, right? Or I could say the words on the paper and sound like this with that pacing, right? And having pregnant pauses, different things like that to help you with pacing um, is, is a little bit more detailed than I want to go to on the call. But go in YouTube, Tom Hopkins. Go YouTube, Tom Hopkins. Go YouTube, Jordan Belfort. Uh, go YouTube, Grant Cardone. All of these guys are masters at sales. And if you don't think that um, <laughs> there is an art and science to somebody saying, uh, to getting somebody to say yes, then you are sadly mistaken. Right, Janissa? That's right. I just got her to say yes. Right. So at the end of the day, there's just certain ways to be able to do it. Um, uh, but, but go study this, right? I mean, this is, this changed my life, changed Janice's life. Everybody around us changed their life dramatically. Um, and, and, and again, it, it, your life doesn't get changed when you just use this as a side hobby or I'm going I'm to try to see how this where I'm going to dip my toe in it. You have to go full fledged, be practicing in the mirror every day. I used to tell people all the time, uh, even Shannon Davey does this before we hit the field. Our first appointment is in the shower. Right. Where it's going perfectly uh, great. I'm always closing a hundred dollar deal. Right. But at the end of the day, this is the first one of the first thing I'm thinking about uh, after I pray and make sure my family is straight. You know, I'm, I'm really in tune with my business. I'm, I'm not just, you know, uh, treating this like some deal. I really practice this like I practice anything else. So remember, tone out and pace and don't forget to practice. All right, guys, we've gotten through the phone. Um, how to set appointments, uh, a couple tips. Let's go over some objections and rebuttals that you will get over the phone. Okay. First thing is um, when you're on the phone, somebody's always going to ask you, man, how much does this cost? Right. I can't tell you how many times you're going to hear that. You're going to hear it a lot. Uh, and the one rebuttal that you're going to be able to say 
write this one down is, well, it just depends on you and what you can afford. I've seen applications for as low as $15 a month and as high as $200 a month. We have plans that fit every family's budget. And when you sit down with the representative, they will go over everything in detail, including the cost. Now, after I say my rebuttal, I'm going to move on to setting the appointment. Okay, always tag a rebuttal with the question. I'm never going to say, uh, well, it just depends on what you can afford. I've seen applications for as low as 15 up to 200 plans that fit everybody's needs. You know, uh, I'm going to meet with you in person, go over everything in detail, including the cost and just sit there. Right. Because at the end of the day, they're going to take back. Uh, everything. Now, again, when I'm in, whoever's in control is the one asking the question. So after I say my rebuttal, right, we'll go over everything in detail, including the cost. Now, uh, Janice, are you more of a morning person or an evening person? Right. Uh, we'll go over everything, including the cost. Now, Janissa, or uh, I see you're located at ABC one, two, three. Right. Again, I'm taking their mind elsewhere with the question. Okay, and it always is going to put me back into control. Um, but at the end of the day, that's going to be one that you hear all the time. Uh, Janissa, why don't you say how much it costs? We'll go through this again. Um, how much is this? Well, Janissa, that's a great question. It really depends on you and what you can afford. I've seen applications for as low as $15 a month and as high as $200 a month. Um, we have plans that fit every family's budget. And when you sit down with me, a licensed representative, I'll go every over everything in detail with you, including the cost. Uh, now I see here you're located at ABC123. Uh, I'm actually going to be there tomorrow. I could pop by. Are you more of a morning person or evening person? Bam. All right. So at the end of the day, always tag that with the question. Here's another one that you're going to get. Uh, can you send something in the mail? Right. That's a great question. The letter that you or not the letter that you receive, but the phone call that you receive uh, is really the only thing that we send out. Uh, typically, most people who receive information, they still have questions, which is why we recommend sitting down with the licensed representative face to face so that you can go over the information in detail and answer all of your questions at that time. Now, I'm, again, I'm going to proceed to setting the appointment. Are you more of a morning person, evening person? I see your address is ABC123. Now, again, you can always kind of pivot and get the game back to control by uh, basically, uh, um, uh, what is that? Clarifying information, right? So if I see that their name is Janisa Wright or soon to be Janisa Jawa, Hey, <laughs> uh, I'm, I, I can I can always gain control uh, by saying I just want to verify some information. I see your last name is Wright. Okay, WRG, gotcha. Okay, I just want to verify some information. I see that you are right off of uh, uh, Elm Street. Okay, gotcha. Watch out for Freddy Krueger. All right, so I see, you know, right, whatever you want to do, but you can always gain control instantly by verifying information. Why does that happen? Well, the psyche of it is, is you can really be whoever you want to over the phone, right? They don't know who they're talking to. And at the end of the day, when... Somebody else on the other line who is somebody worth listening to, right? They're confident, eloquent, well-spoken, enthusiastic, sharp as a tag, and they're talking to me and they're verifying my information. Guys, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say I'm going to give them the floor, right? I'm going to give them this certain unsaid respect, right? Because, um, again, 
they immediately are going to think to themselves, this is not a cold call. This is somebody that has my information. This is somebody worth listening to. Okay. So when they ask you, go ahead and ask me, Janisa, can you send me something in the mail? Can you send me something in the mail? No. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> go ahead and say it again. My bad. I'm just joking. Can you just send me something in the mail? Uh, well, Janice, that's a great question. Um, the information that we have uh, sent out to you already is typically uh, all that we send out. Typically, when most people receive information, they still have questions, uh, which is why we recommend sitting down with someone face to face so that you can go over all of the information in detail and most importantly, answer all of the questions at that time. Uh, now, I just want to verify some information. I, I see you're right off Elm Street. Uh, your last name is Wright. Um, are you in the uh, is that right over in the Dallas area? Okay, perfect, perfect. Got you in Dallas. Perfect, got you. Boom, boom. Guys, notice how I sound like I got my feet kicked up at my high rise uh, uh, office right now, right? And I'm, I'm just cool, no big deal. Everything's, I've, I've got 100 people to call at right after I talk to you, right? And again, that right there is uh, making me somebody worth listening to. But at the most, the most important thing is that I don't sound nervous. I don't sound um, like I'm unconfident or anything like that, right? Uh, and again, I tagged the rebuttal, uh, or as my band uh, uh, Martyrell would say, I gotta say this, bro. <laughs> if you listen to this, dog, my rebuttal, <laughs> my rebuttal, bro, uh, was tagged with a question, right? Always, always, always remember that. All right, um, you might get this objection. I doubt it because uh, you've already cleared it up. But they might ask, what is this? Right. Uh, at the end of the day, guys, this is final expense insurance is designed to pay all of your funeral costs. Again, just refer back to the script. OK. And at the end of the day, um, this if they experience a terminal illness, OK, um, or become disabled, this or I'm sorry, a terminal illness, you can they can access 100 percent of the funds up front while they're still living. So if I do get the question, I'm going to let them know this is final expense designed to cover all of your funeral costs. Also, if anything happens while you're still living, like a terminal illness, this will allow you to advance all the funds up front uh, so you can pay yourself while you're still living. You know, but um, but in, in, in let me tell you this. Each company is different. Right. I know Americo uh, for any terminal illness will allow you to uh, access up to 100 uh, percent. Right. Uh, with, with the final expense coverages. But every company, every carrier um, is different with their terminal illness clause. But it, it's a living benefit, allowing them to access money while they're still living. Some companies will allow them to get 100 percent. Some companies will go as low as like 90 percent. Uh, but just throwing that out there, if they do ask, you know, hey, well, what is this? After you just went through the script, go ahead and tag that little terminal illness or that living benefit or what we call a freebie at the end and then also tag it with the question gain control and move on with setting the appointment now now we've gone through uh some tips how to set appointments bop 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 uh we're gonna go into real quick this final expense worksheet right before and, and and after we talk about this worksheet we are going to go into a little bit of the point of sale uh procedure just a little bit we're going to give you a little language pattern that you can tag on uh that's really going to summarize um instantly 
and, and really help clear your mind of, of, of a lot of the other training jargon that you probably went through. But this language pattern really is, is off the hook. I want you guys to learn it. Then we're also going to go over a, a few objections and rebuttals that you'll get at the kitchen table, uh, some tips and tricks. Uh, and then we're going to end this call, okay, or this podcast, right? Also leave you guys with some encouraging words. But at the end of the day, uh, this is we're almost at the end here. So the final expense worksheet, y'all, is your guide throughout the entire appointment. Okay. You've set the appointment, you're at the house, right? And at the end of the day, guys, I don't know about you, but I'm always starting my appointment off with Mr. Mr. So, so I'm not going to take too much of your time. Okay. Uh, I know a lot of, I've noticed a lot of uh, preachers do this. A lot of pastors do this and it just kind of puts the congregation at ease. Like, Oh, okay, cool. This ain't going to be forever. Right. But, um, after you build a little bit of rapport, Okay, uh, you, you, I always let them know, like, hey, I'm not gonna take too much of your time. For starters, um, what made you, you know, uh, fill out this information or respond to the call or fill out this lead? Okay, and uh, at the top of the worksheet, okay, hopefully everybody is looking at this worksheet. I'm actually pulling it out right now. Okay, uh, at the end of this worksheet, y'all, where's my worksheet? There it is. Okay, beginning of the worksheet is what I uh, meant rather. After I say, you know, hey, what what made you feel? It's not going to take too much of your time. Uh, for starters, what made you fill this out? Uh, they're going to let me know. And whatever they say, doesn't matter. They could say, um, you know, man, I filled this out just to kind of see what y'all got. Or I filled this out because I already got interested. Or I filled this out because I don't want you at my house. Don't matter what they say. I'm always going to respond with the same thing. Well, most of my clients fill this out for one of three reasons. One being they have no burial or life insurance at all. Two being they need more life insurance. Or three, they're looking to leave behind more money for a legacy. Now, if you're looking at the worksheet, you'll notice that I said word for word exactly what was at the top right hand corner. One, two, and three. Okay. Whatever they tell me, I'm just going to circle it, right? They might tell me like, um, you know, I already got coverage, but I'm, uh, I'm just, I just want to see what this was. I'm a circle number two, need more life insurance. They might say, I don't have anything or I got some on my job. You know what I'm saying? Um, obviously we know anything at the job. Once you don't have that job anymore, that insurance stays with them. So I'm going to circle no life insurance, no burial insurance. Right. Looking to leave a legacy. I'm a circle number three. And I'm going to do it right in front of them. Okay, that worksheet, guys, is pivotal. I'm going to keep that worksheet in front of me all the way until the end, all the way until I'm getting the name of their beneficiary, giving them options. Okay. now, uh, at the end of the day, guys, when you are filling out this worksheet, just a couple of, uh, you know, tidbits. uh, This is some stuff that I, I noticed when I was filling out the worksheet. Uh, This will definitely help you. Let me see here. Okay, so when you fill out the worksheet, guys, here's a few tips. Be very, very confident again. Okay, you're a consultant. Here's another thing. You're a consultant, not a salesperson. Okay, they requested information. It's different if you were knocking on somebody's door trying to sell them a Kirby vacuum or something. Okay, something that they didn't request information for. But remember, out of the millions of people uh, uh, in the United States, right? Out of the millions of people right here in Texas, this is the 1% that actually filled out something and sent it back to you. Okay. So there's no need to try to be salesy or anything like that. Be a consultant. Okay. Notice if you, um, when I'm asking questions on the worksheet, I'm not going to say, um, you know, uh, any type of one-liners, right? Uh, you, you have, uh, let me see here. 
let's say if I was asking for medication, or I'm not going to say, you know, do you, uh, are you taking any medicine? No, I'm not going to say that. I'm going to say like this. Uh, Janissa, are you taking any prescriptions by, uh, or medication by a doctor or physician? Great. Oh, okay. No, no medication by the, great. Perfect. Now check it out. This is another thing that I'm doing. After I ask a question, they respond. If I say, you know, uh, have you had heart attacks or stroke? Why you have to think about that? You had a heart attack, dog? No. What you want? <laughs> no, I'm just joking. But notice after everything she says, I'm saying, great, perfect, gotcha, perfect. Now, the reason you do something like that, guys, and the reason you hear lawyers and doctors and you know other consultants <laughs> who make a lot of money, um, the reason they do that is to make you feel at ease, right? Nobody wants to feel like, you know, uh, or and expect, nobody definitely don't want to hear anything after you say, uh, after they ask a question. I said like, hey, you got uh, diabetes, cancer in any form, anything like that? Nope. This, that, the other? Nope. This, that, the other? Nope. Right? If they say, no, nah, I don't have that, I'm going to say, oh, great. Perfect. Man, you're healthy as an ox. Ba ba ba. Right? And if they even say, yes, I do have cancer. Perfect. Right now, why would you say uh, perfect to somebody with skin? That's going to let them know. Right. And even even you that are listening are probably like, well, you say perfect. What? Yeah, I'm going to say perfect because they're still able to go get coverage. OK, I'm still going to be able to help that person out. I don't want them to feel um, that, you know, oh, I got cancer. Ooh, ouch. Yikes. Right. <laughs> I'm not going to say nothing like that. They say per- uh, cancer. Gotcha. Uh, or, you know, I, I just had a CHF. Perfect. Okay. Right. That's, that's letting them, that's going to put them at ease. And again, it's going to help you build a rapport. Remember, rapport is not talking about the picture of their dog on the wall for the entire appointment. That's not building rapport. Rapport is, is, is um, built by showing them that you're somebody they can trust, that you're somebody that knows what the heck they're talking about, that you can help them accomplish their goals. That is what rapport means. So I do not have to come in there um, with this, you know, broad, uh, um, I don't know what to call it, you know, just 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 being too nice, too, too, too friendly. Right. Where I'm just like, you know, overdoing it. That actually starts to make people think like, I don't know if I can trust this guy. Right. But somebody who keeps it straight up is being honest. Right. Looking them in their eyeballs. OK. Eye contact is extremely important, especially with older people. OK. Um, uh, the way you're sitting at the table, guys, that is what's going to build rapport for you. OK. So, again, be personable. Be you. OK. You do not have to be Shannon Davey. I know we've all listened to those. Uh, looked at those videos at nauseum. Uh, but but remember, you do not have to be um, a Shannon. Shannon is Shannon, right? Jessica Willis is Jessica Willis. want to give a shout out to her too. I told her I would do it. She's actually going out on her own uh, today, uh, doing her own thing. She's been closing deals. Uh, very, very proud of you, Jessica. Keep doing your thing. But again, Jessica Willis is going to be Jessica Willis. Miss Tanya is going to be Miss Tanya. Be you, okay? Um, use verbiage uh, in the parentheses is there to help you, blah, blah, blah. I'm just reading off the sheet. Sorry about that. Um, again, uh, like I gave you an example on how to ask for medication, just, just watch the way you're asking for certain things. Take your time and speak slowly. Okay. Um, like a bank consultant or a doctor would. Okay. Now let me tag this. If you're talking slow to someone who talks fast, bro, you seem slow to them. Okay. (laughs) Just gonna let you know. If you're talking fast to somebody who talks slow, then you seem like you're trying to get over on them. 
Okay, so always listen before you speak so that you know how to speak. Okay, so again, um, oh, and and let me go ahead and say this and we'll move on. Uh, When you when you see. um, okay, no, actually, I'm not going to go through that. one. All right. So from that, uh, from the worksheet. All right. Now I'm going to have Janice just real quick. I mean, we all know she's the queen selling final expense at this point. When you got Christine Butcher calling you for tips. You, 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 you didn't cross the threshold, man. You crossed the threshold. Um, now, she has this, I mean, it's, it's, it's off the hook. Guys, I'm going to go ahead and say this too. Go watch all of the videos, okay? We spent a lot of money, and every single person that was in that room, in our office, where Shandavia had to pay $250 uh, per head to, uh, to even be at that training. So the fact that we have the entire training, all eight and a half hours, all eight and a half hours without skipping a beat up on that website for you to watch in 4K, you know, HD, 1080 HP, whatever they was recording. Looks great. Edited and everything. Guys, it'd be a shame to listen to this and not go pause this right now and go watch those videos if you haven't already. Right. Because we're going to kind of skip through and skim through a lot of the stuff on the point of sale. Again, this is a training so you can kind of listen on the go. But at the end of the day, you do need to sit down somewhere, watch the videos, go practice in a mirror, record yourself, all that kind of good stuff. Uh, but but please just want a shameless plug. Please go watch those videos if you haven't already. It's there to help you. OK, nobody can. Uh, I can't go on the field with everybody. Right. Shannon can't go on the field with every single person. Right. Um, I, I, I didn't have it like that. I had to go watch videos and I was out on my own. Right. Janisa was watching videos. I was supposed to be on her first one, but she went and handled the first deal by herself. So, um, uh, again, you're independent. And uh, so, you know, just treat it like that. Act like it. Uh, and, and the rest will definitely follow. But at the end of the day, I'm going to have her go over point of sale, just this little language pattern that I thought was off the hook. Um, and without further ado, I'm going to go ahead and just toss her the, uh, the, the mic right quick and let her throw this down to you guys or whatever else she feels on her heart uh, and, and led to talk to you about as far as point of sale uh, stuff goes. But again, use that worksheet, go all the way down to it. This right here, what she's about to say is what you would say. She'll kind of give you the the back history on it, but it's right before you start giving the options and stuff like that. All right, but here she goes. Hello guys. Um, So, you know, I won't be before you long at all either. And um, it's just a a few things that I do inside the home that has helped me. Um, And one of the things that Omar is talking about is like the language pattern that I use. And I actually use this before I start asking any questions, not just when I get down to the options. I want to let them know this at the very beginning when I sit down with them right after I say I'm not going to be before you long. That way they kind of already know how this whole process is going to go. So when I'm asking questions, they know, okay, I, I know why she's asking me these questions. So basically when I sit down with the family, you know, and I let them know, um, hey, you know, I won't be before you long. I ask them what was the reason for them filling it out. And then I go ahead and I just let them know. <clears throat> well, the way this works is, you know, I'm going to ask you a few questions just to see what you may qualify for. Now, um, once I give you the quotes, if we find something that fits within your budget, um, we will do an application to see if you get approved, because I'm just a field underwriter. 
And if you get approved, then you don't have to start this today. You can push this out 30 to 45 days, depending on which company we go with. So that is, you know, no money is coming out of your pocket today. And when I say that, it, it almost lets them know like, wow, okay, good. I don't have to make up something. Because, you know, some people will say, well, I have to think about it. Most people kind of already know what they want, but they don't have the money right then. And they don't know that you don't have to pay right away. So when you let them know that no money is coming out of your pocket, you can push this off until maybe if you get paid on the third of the month or two weeks later, you can push this off until then. But let's go ahead and lock in something so that your rate doesn't change. And when they know that from the very beginning, they're not so hesitant when you're asking them questions to give you the answers. They won't be hesitant when you ask them for for their routing and account number because they know that no money is coming out right away. So that's just something that um, I, I use. It's helped me tremendously. People appreciate it. And that, like I said, it just kind of helps everything go smooth. People aren't like, oh, you know, well, I don't have my, oh, I don't know, I don't have my bank account. Some people have their bank account. They just feel like, you're going to take the money out their account right away. So if you let them know from the jump, yeah. no money is going to come out. It just, it's almost like, okay, I can let my hair down. Cause I was, you know, cause people sometimes don't want to tell you that they don't have it right now. So they'll make up excuses or, you know, give you objections and stuff. When, if they know right away, I'm good. I can go ahead and lock this in and I can actually pay when I have the money in my account, you know? So, um, so yeah, that's just basically, and then everything else to do, like Omar was saying, if you go and watch the videos, of the presentation, you just follow that presentation. But if you do that at the beginning, it will make your appointment run a lot smoother. So, Ooh, man, hold up now. If you got any competitive competitor agents in your car, stop the car and kick them out of the car. Right? Let them know they can't. They can't take this with them. Man, that was crazy. I, I you know she did that at the beginning of the presentation. All I know is every time she's out in the field, y'all, she's getting dings. Uh, for anybody to know the dinging, that's um, just showing us you close the deal, right? Uh, and, and every time she's in the field, she's getting ready to go in the field right now uh, and, and do that same exact thing. And I noticed this, uh, just a shameless plug, but that her persistency seems to stay very consistent. She doesn't have, I don't remember the last chargeback she got for somebody canceling or anything like that. I don't remember the last time she went out on an appointment and somebody was trying to jug her for the bank information. Well, I got to go back and get the bank because I closed it, but I did. Y'all know how that be going. Some of the vets know, you know, you closed it, but you didn't get bank information. Okay. All right. You know, but at the end of the day, she, she never runs into issues like that. Um, and most importantly, she has a real rapport with these clients, man. I mean, hold on one second. This, I'm going to pass the mic back. We need two mics, man. And actually, one more thing I want to say, too. Um, one of the reasons why I've been blessed to have a good persistency is if someone tells you that, hey, I don't get paid until the third, regardless of what you're going through, regardless of how bad you need money, you always want to do what's best for the client. So if they don't get paid until the third and the third is 30 days away and you won't get paid until the third or the fourth or the fifth, make sure you are doing what's best for the client. Because if you like, oh, no, I need this. I got to pay my life. Bill. I need this. I need this money right now. Then you're you're you know, it's a disadvantage to the client because now you're drafting money that's not there. It's causing them to have an overdraft fee. And then it's causing them probably to lose trust in you. So if somebody says, I can't pay until this day, make sure you make that draft date on the day that the money is going to be there. Because you don't want the client to call in and say, I'm just going to cancel because now my account is messed up. You told me that it wasn't going to come out until then. So you always want to do what's best for the client, regardless of what you're going through personally. Man, hope y'all taking notes. Hope you're taking notes. 
That was good. That was good. All right, guys, we're almost done with this. Not going to uh, take probably about another. Um, I ain't about to say the, the time limit because <laughs> uh, but we about to wrap it up. I know it's been a, an extra what uh, 10 minutes or so in. But um, one thing that I want to do. OK, let's let's go over this real quick. Uh, objections and rebuttals at the kitchen table. OK, I'm going to give you three. These are off the hook. Oh, my goodness. Very, 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 very good. Um, I mean, I mean, oh, my God. So let me let me run through this real quick. Um, and again, thanks so much to Janisa for sharing that. Uh, I mean, again, all y'all know she's a minority female making buku amounts of money um, in, in, in our country right now. I mean, it's kind of unheard of. Um, but at the end of the day, guys, let me let me go through this. Max. I could brag about baby girl all day. Uh, but hey, let's say you're at the kitchen table. They say, I want to think about it. I need to talk to my spouse. All right. This is what you're going to say. Whatever you decide is perfectly all right. However, when considering something like this, there are only a few things to think about. First of all, a few dollars a week wouldn't change your standard of living in any way, so, uh, any way whatsoever. Isn't that true? And secondly, if something were to happen to you tomorrow, your family would need all of the money they could get and then some. Isn't that also true? Now, boom. And at the end of the day, I'm going to tag that with a question and move right back onto the application. So I, uh, I have your middle initial as or do you have a driver's license or some form of ID or I have your last name is a. Or uh, who are you thinking about making the beneficiary? All of those are questions you can tag at the end of that. Now, that one right there, I don't know if there's a better one for it, for the for the spouse stall is what we call it. Right. <laughs> All right. Next one is I ain't interested. I ain't interested, Mr. Omar. Well, I wouldn't expect you to start this program unless you can see where it is worthwhile. It does have several wonderful features that will be of great benefit to you and to your family. Uh, Take, for example, and I'm going to give an example of the policy feature in the brochure. I'm going to show it to them. Okay, so take, for example, uh, Mrs. Jones, this terminal illness uh, or this living benefit or this freebie or this grandchild rider. Right now, after seeing this terrific feature, many of our customers feel that starting this program was one of the best decisions that they ever made. And I think so, too. Don't you? Okay, great. Now I got your first name as uh. I got the beneficiary as well. I'm gonna tag it with a question. Okay, here's another one. Now again, guys, you can pause this, rewind this, um, so that you can write it word for word. Okay, and put it into your own words. Okay, do it. Do you? As the church members say, do you, boo boo? Do you? They might not say the church. They do it minds. But I really can't afford it. It's another good one. What do you say to that one? I really can't afford it. Let's forget the cost for just a moment. If something unexpected happens, this is certainly the type of protection you would want for you and your family. Isn't that right? I thought so. Then about how much too much is it? Okay, let me say it again. Then about how much too much is it? With that in mind, Let's see how much this program we can do. Okay, now let me backtrack just a little bit. Okay, when I ask about how much too much do you think it is, that's a question. They're going to give me a dollar figure. Okay, then I'm going to say, with that in mind, 
Let's see how much of this program we can do. I'm going to establish an alternative need, alternative need, and then quote the cost. The, uh, and then I'm going to say, Mr. Miss So-and-so, how does this fit with what you were thinking? Okay. Now, again, um, that's a really, really good one for, you know, I, I really, really can't afford it. You know, um, totally understand. I feel you're coming from tons of clients felt the same way. Now, let me kind of um, give you a little bit of background on that. That was what we call the feel felt found method. Uh, I feel where you're coming from. Tons of my clients have felt the same way. But what we found was, you know, Omar, I don't want to do this because blah, blah, blah. Oh, my goodness, man. I totally feel where you're coming from. Man, tons of my clients felt the exact same way. What they found was, okay, now you can put a feel felt found before any of these rebuttals. Okay. Um, I really can't afford it. Oh, man, I feel where you're coming from. Tons of my, my last client just felt the same way, man. This is what we found. Um, let's just forget the cause just a moment. If something unexpected did happen, this is certainly the type of protection uh, that you would want for you and your family. Is that right? Okay. That's what I thought. Now, about how much too much is it? About $50 too much. Okay. Well, with that in mind, let's see how much of this program we can do. I'm going to establish an alternative need. I'm going to quote, and then I'm going to let them know. I'm going to ask them, how does... Uh, this fit with what they were thinking. Perfect. All right. Again, we're just gathering up the information, see if it makes sense. Okay. And we're going to move right on throughout the presentation. Okay. Or, or with the sale. All right. Now, this is the last one I'm going to give you. You have received an additional objection after you have responded and closed several times. And now you are closing for the last time. This is what you're going to say, no matter what they say. Okay, I'm talking objection after objection after this is the last thing you're going to say and move on to the next one. Okay, Janissa, if something unexpected happened, you would need the money, wouldn't you? Then tell me in all of your life, have you ever been sorry for doing the right thing for you and your family? I didn't think so. Say that again. Janissa, if something unexpected happened. Your family would need all the money that they could put their hands on, wouldn't they? Wouldn't well, tell me. In all of your life, have you ever been sorry for doing the right thing for you and your family? I didn't think so. Now, notice my tone. I'm telling a secret. I'm right here with it. My Denzel. My Denzel Washington. No, I'm just joking. At the end of the day, though, it's a very serious rebuttal. Very serious statement. So I'm going to have the tonality to transfer that dialogue effectively. Okay. I don't want, uh, it's just like if somebody said, Hey, you won the lottery. Congratulations. It's like, how do you tell me I won the lottery like that? The tone needs to match the message. You won the lottery, right? So at the end of the day, don't forget that it's another one. Those are some beautiful, I mean, that stuff sounds like poetry. Um, now I'm going to move on guys. Remember this, this is going to give you some encouraged words and I'm going to end the call. Uh, let y'all bounce off to some fun music that we'll have after this, right? Uh, you only get about 30 seconds on Anchor, so, you know, you give, give y'all something to ride out to. But remember, guys, more is caught than taught in this business. I'm going to say that again. More is caught than taught in this business. It's a copycat business. All you got to do is copy the right cat, okay? That's why role play is essential or a stenal. Baby girl could correct me on if I got that word right later on. Okay. But it's important, very, very important, man, to rehearse, to role play, 
um, you know, to to make sure that you are putting things into action in letting uh, in, in showing somebody. OK, going out in the field with a field trainer. Remember, you're going to catch a lot of stuff. watching videos, listening to audios. Right. If you are doing this for the first time, if you haven't closed at least 100 deals, guys, you need to listen to this on replay a thousand times. I'm talking until you can regurgitate this stuff uh, word for word. Guys, turn off the radio for a little bit. Turn off the iTunes and the Apple Music and, and, and Spotify for just a second. Right. Keep make listen to this in the shower. Listen to this while you're driving. Pause, replay, learn, you know, how to, you know, just get, know what's where in this. Because we've kind of gone through so much more than I thought we would. So, you know, if you got to fast forward it and do a A, B repeat, if your if your audio device does that, do a A, B repeat from 20 minutes and 17 seconds to 22 minutes and whatever, if, if this is even that long. But you get what I'm saying, though. Listen to this with repetition. Listen to this um, um, uh, with, you know, uh, with intention. OK, if you know, I know the beginning of this wasn't really saying too much. You might want to fast forward it to when Janice is doing her thing or when I'm going over some objections or that one rebuttal for that one thing that, you know, you're going to hear again in the field. Right. Listen to it over and over and over again. Pause it. Rewind it 15 seconds. Play it back. OK, but catch this as much as you can. Because again, more is caught than taught in this business. So catch what you can, guys. I'm gonna I'm gonna say this uh, this this last thing, guys. You know, um, uh, six things, guys, that will cause you uh, or cause your actions to be unfruitful um, with what you're doing. Okay, um, and, and this, you know, just a little encouraging word. If you don't feel like hearing, you can pause this right now. Um, but I, I want to throw this out there, guys. Remember, water is always going to seep to its own level, right? What do you mean by that, Omar? Well, if you take a water bottle that's halfway empty or even three quarters of the way empty or whatever, shake it up, okay? You can shake it up, shake it up, shake it up. When it's done shaking up, it's going to seep to its own level, okay? I'll never forget when I was in Primerica and basically meaning if you're uh, around a lot of resources, you need to find yourself being resourceful or ain't nothing going to happen for you. Right. I never forget being in Primerica and I was looking at so many people on this side of the industry in the independent world making all this money and I wasn't making nothing. I was like, man, if I could just get around them, I'm going to be making money just like them. Right. And then I got around a bunch of resources and I wasn't being resourceful. All right. I was waking up when I felt like waking up. I was going to bed when I felt like going to bed. I was listening to whatever I wanted to listen to. I wasn't practicing, wasn't rehearsing. Guess what? I got stirred up and shaken up, but I started to see right back to my own level, guys, because if you are who you say you are, then what do it matter anyways? No matter if you say that I'm a winner, I'm a hard worker and I'm not lazy and I'm and I'm motivated. Doesn't matter if we put you in any situation, you should still be that person. OK, no matter what goes wrong, you should still be that person. No matter what goes right, you should still be that person. Right. People who win over here, guys, are dedicated, hardworking people. And I want to I just want to throw this out there. This is six things, guys, that will cause you to be unfruitful. Uh, learned this Sunday. Just wanted to throw this out there uh, from our amazing pastor. Uh, but but one thing, guys, uh, and, and, and believe me, this is the real deal right here. So write this down. First thing that's going to keep you from uh, first thing that's going to uh, uh, keep you from being unfruitful is 
distractions. Distractions. Okay, we talked about this a little bit earlier. Limit the distractions, guys. The second thing is going to be disagreements. Watch the people you have around you. There's a reason why Janice and I are not only engaged, um, uh, not only engaged, but we're in business together, right? My 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 last GF, last girlfriend, her last boyfriend, right? It wasn't working out. We wasn't on the same page. Disagreed on too much, guys. If you're not on the same page with your spouse or your significant other. Uh, even some, if you're living with your parents, right? And, and your parent, whoever you're living with, guys, y'all need to be on the same page and in agreement so that you have some type of support, right? So distractions, limit those disagreements, keep people who are not in agreement with you just out of your circle, right? Because you're going to be the sum of the people you hang around. For instance, if I'm hanging around seven, eight people that's wearing blue rags outside of their uh, back pocket, right? And I'm walking around with them. Well, the outside uh, 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 spectator can say, man, you're a crip. I'd be like, no, nah, I'm not. I love Nipsey Hussle, but I ain't no crip, right? But I get status by association, right? Um, at the end of the day, guys, watching you hang around, I tend to limit, you know, I mean, certain people, man, I can spend an hour with, but cannot spend a day with certain people. Um, yeah, um, certain people. You know, I can spend, you know, uh, have breakfast with. Them. I can't. I can't have dinner. Some certainly I can have dinner, but I can't. You know, spend a whole night with them. Right? Find yourself in agreement uh, with a uh, with the sum of the people that you're hanging around. The the next thing is going to be fatigue. Right? Watch your sleeping habits. Right? Don't make yourself uh, too tired out there uh, when you're doing your thing. One big thing, guys, is, uh, uh, is is making sure that you're getting the proper amount of rest. A lot of agents out here don't understand that they're not resting well enough. They're not giving themselves enough time, um, you know, to be at their best. The next thing is going to be worry. Um, you know, out of the six things, I think worry is just one of the biggest things. You know, if you, uh, my dad used to put it like this, if you're going to pray, then don't worry. If you gonna worry, then don't pray, right? <laughs> so all you out there, man, start praying so you ain't got to worry so much, okay? Uh, next thing is going to be um, fear. You know, uh, make sure that, you know, uh, out of all of uh, the fearful things that you have in your mind, make sure you have as just as much or if not more faithful uh, things that are, are going to keep you going. Right. Fear is also a good thing. It's going to keep you on your toes. But uh, but don't let that be something that causes you to not be uh, a, a branch that's unfruitful. Right. And the last thing, last but not least, is lack of knowledge. Right. A lot of people, you know, have great talent, this, that, the other, but they lack the know how they lack the knowledge uh, on, on being able to, you know, really be pristine, very crisp um, and be able to get results um, that everybody else is getting. So distractions, six things are distractions, disagreements, uh, fatigue, worry, fear, and lack of knowledge. So without that guy, with that being said, man, we are going to go ahead and end this call. I'm going to see y'all at the top because the bottom for me, man, it's just too crowded. Peace.